Not hey, everybody. Welcome to the Sex Actually podcast. It is your boy, Dave Neal, with second time guest, Meredith Jacqueline. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Do you remember the episode number that you were on last time? Quick I quiz. Uh, I don't remember the exact number, but I do remember, remember the title involved. Devil's, Devil's Threesome. threesome. <laughs> yes, that's it. Devil's Threesome. Very popular. So for those people listening, if you haven't, if you're new to the podcast, go check out Devil's Threesome with Meredith. We we, we spoke, what, maybe f- three or four months ago? It goes yeah. by fast. I know. And I know. now here we are at the um, end of the year. I don't know if this is the last episode or second to last of the year, but hey, you get to close it out with me. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Uh, and last time we we podcasted from a car and now we're back in the car. <laughs> we are. Which is creepy because we do record in a, in my home studio, but with you, I bring you... It, like This is a sting operation that we do. You know, I considered bringing pepper spray, but... Um, so far, so good. Do you need far, your pepper so spray? Good. You always have to have it at like our, at it has ready. to be like you have to have your finger on the trigger. Yeah, it's otherwise you know, you're not going to use your pepper spray. No, exactly. Like I've never used it, never not once. Do you have it like I a mean, safety I've, on it? Do you have to like flick the button like the nuke codes? Yeah, it's you know it's, I've never actually needed to use it really. Um, I've been pepper sprayed twice. That's not something both that I know once I would during tell a riot. A lot of people in college. <laughs> And I was like, oh, well, that, w- that I was like, those, they looked like just like Nerf guns. Oh. No, they didn't look like Nerf guns, but they, there were cops were using it. Gotcha. Uh, but they had the stream flow of like a bad, oh. like super soaker. Mm. And I was like, well, that's weird. And then people started coughing and I was like, what? Huh? No. And then, yeah. And then it's just bad. You're fucked. It really does a good oh. job. And yeah. then the second time I was, there was a bar fight and someone just sprayed and you know, everyone, no one wins when there's pepper spray. No. Unless, no. unless you've got a really good shot and you don't touch your eyes. After. Right. Yeah. I imagine if you're in close proximity and you spray somebody, you're, you're going to get some kind of, I mean, it's going to affect you as well. Right. Do you, uh, ward people off with bitch face? Is that something that's oh, easier? Yeah. Mm-hmm, yes. I feel like hopefully most men understand mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. bitch face and don't need pepper spray um yes i have a very very strong resting bitch face what's the so. difference someone someone posted this someone posted something yesterday on facebook they were like uh, it was a dude and he was like i'm sick and tired of being at the bar and seeing dudes hitting on chicks the girls aren't interested and then an hour later they're making out on the dance floor and i was like well yeah that's called the human dynamics like girls aren't just gonna give you it yeah yeah i mean i like, don't know i I think that I'm an atypical female in that, generally speaking, if I am closed to the idea, I'm going to be close to the idea and I'm not going to open up to it. I am usually, if someone comes up and speaks to me, talks to me, I'm generally friendly. I just don't look like I am. Um, <laughs> you're on the inside. You're a warm heart. Yes. I'm, I'm a very friendly Protected person. Protected by you just, just barbed wire. <laughs> yes. Yes, you just have to kind of get through. I like that for a tattoo. Barbed wire surrounding like a heart. Yeah. Like a tight belt. That is a- very accurate yeah, for any, me as a uh, human being. Yeah, any tattoo artists out there, let <laughs> yeah. us know. Um, I, I have commitment issues, so I want, I'll want i do a press-on tattoo, but not a real one. <laughs> oh, I would get a real one. I have. Oh, you I have, have one right in your hand. Oh, I have oh you got a bunch. Oh, I have seven You've got uh, the ro- Roman numerals. Is that your date of birth? Or? Uh, it's that's a, too many. It's, it's an a lot important, of X's. Okay. <laughs> it's an important date okay. to me. I've got a, got a diamond. <laughs> Mind. got a diamond on my uh middle finger oh that's nice for no real reason yeah i have a storm cloud on the back of my arm that a I got. diamond tattoo is 
way more long lasting than an actual diamond ring. It is. It is. And this one I got for myself. So I got a cousin <laughs> who's trying to sell me his old diamond ring from his ex. That's no. <laughs> my girlfriend's mean. like, if you buy that, I'm like, ah, oh, shit. How did, because I'm like, well, clearly I'm in the market for a diamond ring. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm in the market for a diamond <laughs> ring. Like you are for an RV where you're like, if I find a deal, I'll buy an RV, but I'm not, I don't need yeah. an RV. Right no away. That is the worst. Like do not ever buy a second hand engagement ring. That's no. but that's why <laughs> this is where they fuck you because we all know diamonds aren't worth anything. Right. De Beers industry, they hold mm. the what the, the well, they're just they're you know, I mean sure like a diamond, like a good rock is probably worth a hundred bucks. Like right. oh, yeah, there's yeah. No, the markup it's a is insane. Stone, it's charcoal. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then it's the color and the cut and this and that. And yeah, like you have to buy you know, like what, what would you not just knowing you see my car, what, uh, j- judge me socioeconomically, how much should I spend on a diamond ring? Jeez. See, I don't even know how much they cost really. Five grand. Yeah. Or is that Five low? Five to 10. 10? Five to 10. Aye, aye, aye. I think maybe 10 is a high end. I mean, I've know people who have talked about $30,000 engagement rings, which I think is I just, just hate fiscally irresponsible. My sister, I remember her fighting with her husband and she'd like take her engagement ring off and throw it at him oh my gosh don't uh, i feel like that's that. what people do and it's like ugh, i don't need like i love tasha i don't need to be in a fight and her be like i'm not wearing this they're like bitch i paid seven <laughs> months rent for that <laughs> ring i don't know i become like a southern black guy <laughs> you would put it on <laughs> yeah i don't know it's a whole thing it's like it's like she's a smart person she knows they're not worth anything but I'm getting fucked by everyone that she works with being like, oh, is he right. going to... And our parents are meeting for the first time. Oh, wow. That's December big. 28th. That not a big. big deal. I shouldn't have said the date. She's oh, she, she's so weird about like, don't say the dates because then people will know we're traveling. But it's like, I have to promote a show this Friday in Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's listening at the Hive, 8 p.m. this Friday, Cincinnati. That's December 22nd, I believe. Yeah, but I, I don't know. It's it's um you you mentioned actually I think you guys are similar because you mentioned like like anxiety with flying and you're yeah. traveling this mm-hmm. week. I, yeah, I'm traveling tomorrow uh, to Fort Worth. Do you think it's all security process or is it actually like the aerodynamics of being above the ground? Uh, for me, it's not necessarily the plane. It's that I'm claustrophobic, and oh. so it's just being in in enclosed. What's the worst metal scenario? Tube. Middle seat. Oh yeah, I have I have Back grounded I've grounded a plane before. Because was I it already up. in the air, or were you? Yeah. It, I was flying from Baltimore to LA. Um, it was a nonstop. That so is, you're with garbage people. <laughs> hey, Baltimore, subscribe, rate, and review. Half my family was with in all Baltimore. Ravens fans. Oh yeah, <laughs> garbage Ravens yeah. fans. No, uh, I actually I love Baltimore, but um, <laughs> yeah, I was great. I was on my way back from there. It was like a five and a half hour flight, and just. Because I had had to change my flight last minute, I wound up in a shitty boarding position on a Southwest flight and oh, got you're like stuck. like boarding seven? I got, whatever. yeah. Like and South, Southwest does it the best. They do it the best with zones. Yeah. Because all those other like, yeah, medallion members and uh, support yeah. the troops. It's and like if you're one, gay, two, three. Like you're, yeah, yeah. straight white men to the end. It's like, <laughs> I get it. I yeah, get it. Yeah. We suck. Um. So Damn, you so so you actually. had a bad boarding slot. And so I wound up you? towards the back of the plane in a middle seat. Okay, Rosa Parks over here. <sighs> I know. I will not sit back. No, <laughs> I am. And I just I was trying so hard for so long to kind of keep it together, and I just I started to feel like I couldn't breathe, and so 
and this has happened a handful of times on flights, even when I'm in a decent seat but this one just got so much worse where just like first the slow silent tears start to roll down my face oh yeah and then i start to like hyperventilate a little bit tears are one of those things the more you try to stop them the, the more, more they're like the, oh yeah. no bitch now's yeah. the time yeah now the <laughs> and so then it just got to where i couldn't breathe and i had to get up and like it was just kind of a thing and they were like you need to sit down because the seatbelt sign was on i was like i don't think you understand it just became a thing and the flight attendants they were really really great the flight attendants in general on Southwest are usually very, very I mean, they have wonderful. to be trained for this type of stuff. And they were kind of like trying to help me and give me oxygen. Did you pepper spray them? Did you did not. get me off the plane? I did not. But they, we were close enough to Las Vegas that they diverted to Las Vegas and took me off of the plane wow. and allowed everybody else to continue on and got me on the next flight. Did they clap when you walked off? Um, no, I think people were just really confused. And I I think generally speaking, people like felt bad. Yeah, uh, but but in the end, uh, flying is a good uh, way to look at the fact that we're all just selfish. Oh, absolutely. Flying, here's the thing, flying in elevators. You ever get into an elevator and then as soon as you're in the elevator, you just want the doors to close on whoever else yes. hasn't got in yet. I'm like, I don't have time for but this. But if you're running to the elevator, you're like, hold that elevator. And then you're like, oh, what an and asshole. And then you're in, you you're like, close the fucking door. Go, go, go. We got places to be. <laughs> yeah. That's how it is. That's life. That's And if, if, if anyone's like, no, that's not how it is, you're just lying to yourself. Yes, absolutely. Because I'm sure there's people like whenever I fly, it's like, oh, this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And if we have the dog on the plane, people look at us like we're like less than. Yeah. And it's like, no, our dog's a better human than your shitty kid is. Absolutely. Let's can Not we human, an airline for people with kids only? I don't even. <laughs> yes, and I'll say this: I'm not. I'm actually. I'm. I'm not anti-kid. The problem is, is you know, shitty parenting when you see it, right? And it yes. doesn't take being a parent to be able to criticize bad parenting. Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't have to have a kid to know like you're a shitty mom. Like you, hey, you probably can't fed your kid some sugar. And acting like a shithead like that. Yeah, <laughs> and but I've seen. I just, but I also hate seeing other people. I don't know. I guess, I guess I just hate seeing other people tell people what to do. But in airlines, you're first to, forced to coexist. Right. Here's the thing with subways, like when I lived in New York City, people got along just fine in the subways because, like, I was, I was I'm trying to do this bit about this. In LA, people can beep at each other with no repercussions. We were just getting coffee, and yeah. this guy fucking, we're in line. It's Christmas week, it's crazy. Par- crazy parking lot we're in line we're the next one in this like you know 10 10 cars up this car cuts me off and steals a parking spot and clearly i had the right away i was the next right. one and like people just can be assholes like that if that was me walking and a guy a guy wouldn't cut me off to my face because there's the fear of being like hey fuck you bro yeah but we yeah. just put our tinted windows up and we just honk at people i have so many minivans honk at me and i'm like bitch you wouldn't do that on no. the two train you wouldn't no. you'd shut your mouth and you just get from point a to point b without starting shit that's also the problem with the internet oh is absolutely. that people people the internet is people in their tinted windows that is my entire dms i just yesterday got sent an unsolicited dick pic and sorry it was- about that folks i'm trying to <laughs> share your instagram is it the meredith it's the underscore meredith Big following, uh, people yeah. love you, but it, you know, yeah. with great responsibility comes, comes dick pics. So I think JFK pics. once said. No, I got. He, he did say that. Um, no, I got a dick. It's way pic ahead of his time. Yesterday, and then the very next message, it was this way close up of a dick that looked like Freddy Krueger's face. It was really creepy. Oh, really? Like it, capillaries? It, like it looked like a burn victim. 
The dick. Yeah. Dick. Hey, um, friction, folks. <laughs> but anyway, but Indian then his burn. very next message was, "You're ugly." Wow. <laughs> I was like, Who? "You would never do that. You would never walk up to some girl in a bar, pull your dick out, and just go, you 'You're ugly.' <laughs> walk away. Can you imagine if someone did oh, that the in gay, real the life? The balls on a guy. You're ugly. Can you Freddy, <laughs> he's got the Freddy Krueger like gloves on. You're ugly. He's, you're got the ugly. F- he's wearing a fedora. <laughs> I think you just talked about yes. a creepy guy in Brooklyn. It's basically <laughs> you're ugly. Yeah, like maybe he wasn't. Ta- he was talking about you. He was saying you're ugly. Was it because you did not respond in kind to his dick? Pic? I had a, it was before I even responded. Dick pics are the new bouquet of roses. No, to no. the wrong to the no. to the misinformed. I'll tell you this: I've sent dick pics now uh, solicited. No, again, single days, single right. days. A uh, last dick pic I sent was. Tasha first year dating in that not that she was like don't send me dick pics but I was like I don't really think she enjoyed that yeah <laughs> like I was like I don't think she hated it but I was like alone in a hotel like hey look at that right. no and I'm like you ugly and then, <laughs> uh, yeah but I but I have had girls send me I think girls I think uh everyone's different mm-hmm. but in some cases when I'm flirting with someone in a lot of times, even on Tinder, people I haven't met before will send me a pretty like full nude photo. Mm-hmm. I of which was never into the. I'm more of like the uh, like leave a little bit to the imagination right, right. because I've had girls do the whole like porn star you know, finger spread photo, right, you know, right. like like inside the organs photo, and that doesn't do it for me at right, all. I'd right. rather some like uh, you know like Kate Winslet like, Titanic, yeah. or I, there's selfies are sexy. Just the idea of like, oh, you took this and this was, but a lot of times I'll get photos and I'll be like, did a dude take that? Cause that's not your arms, not attached to the frame. Right. And I'm like, that's not a selfie. <laughs> that's just a stock nude photo you had ready to send out. And I think it's our generation kind of likes the whole, like there's that dopamine rush of like sending a pic and getting that reward. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, I, and it's different with somebody that you are romantically involved with, or you have gone out with, or you've been sexually uh, involved with, you know, if I'm sexting or something and then the guy sends me like the picture of his dick from like, oh, you know, he tells me I'm turning him on or whatever. That's one thing. Yeah. That's fine. But these are just like complete strangers like that yeah. I don't know. Just like, here's my dick. Yeah. There's and, no end game for that. Yeah. And in, and in the same regard, I'm not sending like pictures of my tits to random strangers either because like I feel like that's a double standard. So that's what I'm doing wrong. So I'm, I should not be sending. That's the, the the marketing of this podcast is me sending topless photos to listeners. <laughs> yeah, just that's it. I haven't had any listeners send me tit pics. So guys, folks, ladies out there, <laughs> male or female, I'm not trying to make this a gender issue. Show some skin. Go for it. We actually had a question from a, from a friend. We'll call her V. Okay. V, I'm just going to paraphrase because she sent me like an Instagram question, which by the way, we've been getting so many more people on Instagram sending questions. You could email us, sexactuallypodcast at gmail.com. We've been... Uh, or you could just write in uh, uh, to the Instagram. So either one. But she wrote in and she said she's seeing this guy. They're at that stage in the relationship where I think it's going well, but, you know, several months in. Mm-hmm. Um, and she can't help but look at all the people that he's liking mm-hmm. on Instagram. She's torturing herself. Do you do that? No. Do you ever like you, you, you never wonder you never like dating a guy and you wonder like what his what he's doing on there? No, <laughs> I just I well. Could you see though? I'm like, pretty confident, and so I I don't know. I I have never thought to look at that just because like because I've done that because I don't really care that much or and I'm just also 
I'm very, when I'm dating somebody or it's going well, I'm pretty confident in myself in that. Also, if I'm dating somebody, yeah, I'm liking shirtless pictures of Ryan Reynolds on Instagram too. <laughs> like I'm, I'm doing the same thing. Who doesn't do that? That's exactly. a pretty Deadpool. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, cause I'm, I'm guilty. I mean, some people take it, take this the quote unquote internet stalking to like a new level. Like mm-hmm. some people are good. Some people will look at like, if I was dating a girl and I saw who she recently followed, like that's psychotic. But yeah. people do that. I think it's, I think it's crazy. And I think it's, People taking things way too seriously. But why do we? F- what What is it? Do you think that force that it's um, it, it's that pain, that self flagellation that we want that some of us have that uh, like we almost want to see something bad in the other person. Um, because it's one thing to see if if there's yeah. like a conversation happening on a photo. Like it's right. one thing to see like uh, like so say so say this girl V is dating a dude and um he's chatting with uh, someone who she knows is his ex. Right. There's like some uh, like you can't deny that if you go, oh, geez, he's chatting with Claude. Uh, uh, that's an actual like what's going on there? Right. Because if if I can see this publicly, what's happening behind the door? I think, you know. There's a difference in that and just like the general creeping because that you maybe have some kind of inkling of something is going on. If you don't have any reason to believe that your partner is doing something shady, don't go looking for something because it's you'll find because well, you'll, you'll find for. something. You'll, you'll find exactly you'll what find you're looking for yeah. and you'll create a whole idea in your mind of what it is. I mean, I've it got could be girls that I'm innocent. friends with, like my friend Maddie. She's a comic, but she's like, she's like tall and blonde, mm-hmm. and she wears dresses and simple things. But like, uh, yeah, I love a private conversation with her, right. and I shouldn't be afraid of that. But also, I feel I would feel weird if my girlfriend like saw it. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with it, but it's like there are still. You, you you should still be okay having private conversations, right? Even if you're in a relationship, or so I would just I would personally say my response to this girl V, who's she sounds really sweet by the way, she right. sounds like a nice person. We 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 catch ourselves doing shit that like doesn't help the relationship. So how do you stop feeling these like uh, icky jealousy vibes? You just have to just decide not to look. Yeah, decide not to look. And if there's something, if you know, if you feel some kind of insecurity or you're jealous about something, figure out why or what that really is and talk to your partner. Just have a conversation. That's have a so much easier open... than, than, than the, the thoughts that absolutely conjure. like actually, yeah, everything always, we always, everything here comes back to communication, yeah. but it really is important to just be like, Hey, sorry, this is me, not you. I just feel weird. Should I unfollow you? Is that okay if, for you? Like, mm-hmm. I've had relationships where I'm like, look, I, I'm just doing some weird stuff. And with Tasha, I used to early on, I mean, she's unique in that she'll post photos that, you know, sometimes it's like implied nudity with a guy or something. Right. And it's like, I, I've stressed over dudes. Then I find out he's gay the next day. And right. She's like, babe, he's not even straight or he's married. There's right. that all, oh, he's married and his hit like she took this one photo that really pissed me off. She didn't take it, but she would, she did a photo shoot with um, a mutual friend. And mm-hmm. I was like, and they were like, it was like her, this actually really pissed me off. It was her and this dude and they had never met before. And that was like the, the thought behind the photo series mm-hmm. is that they like had to like, they both had like, like she had a sports bra on and like booty shorts, whatever, but they had to like smear paint on each other. Mm-hmm. I got so fucking pissed. I still think I had a little right to be. That was kind of weird, but the guy had a wife and I'm like, I want, I wonder if this wife 
is as fucking annoyed by this as me. Because if I did a photo shoot with a chick that I didn't right. know when we were smearing paint on each other, and I was also like, fuck this photographer who put me in this position to be like, really, you're going to have this girl be a part of your series when like you know that we're dating? And yeah. But that was like year one <laughs> stuff. And it, it, I've, I've been exposed to... Um, things way past my threshold of what a man should be jealous about right, to the point right. where I've had friends be like, dude, I'm, I'm surprised like you're cool with this. And I've, I've had to be right. I've had to have these tough conversations where I'm like, Hey, this is weird to me. You know, there's a photo with four of you model chicks, um, getting piggyback rides by shirtless guys. This is a little strange to me. I don't have my body. I'm a little insecure. Like I'm not as right. buff as these guys. Mm-hmm. I'm not as successful. Like I'm not, you know what I mean? And so I've had to like look in at myself and go, oh, I these these things. While while the jealousy is probably valid, there's a lot of situations where I've really forced myself, like with my eyes open, to address right. what makes me jealous. And it's just talking about it. I'm I'm actually dating somebody right now, and yeah, congratulations. Yeah, yeah I know somebody's putting up with me, but you ugly. Yeah. <laughs> That's how he comes. He yeah, says, uh, you ugly. It's actually the guy that sent me the dick pics. Uh, no, no. And uh, Tell me for getting hot, by the way. We're sitting in a car. Are you baking or are you good? Um, I'm a little I'll put the window. I'll okay. put the windows down a crack. Um, People didn't believe we're actually in a car. He's going, <laughs> he's going a long way for this carpet. <laughs> uh, no, and when we first started dating, he you know, knows kind of who I am as a person and my Instagram account and just my blog. And he knows all of these things about me. Which and is, so a, uh, you would describe it as like a sexual, very, sexually liberated. Very sexually progressive and liberated person. I don't necessarily subscribe to monogamy. Um, and so when we kind of started to see each other more, it was sort of a, hey, I would prefer our relationship to work this way and that we're in an open relationship. Okay, hold um, on. We're going to get to that. Hold on. How'd you, how'd you meet? He act, I'm not joking. He DM'd me on Instagram. Wow. Was, it does exist. It does. It, it does, does exist. What was the line? What caught your attention versus the DMs that don't go anywhere? It was um, something funny. I can't really remember. And funny. It was something Break around, the ice or something funny. Yeah, something around 4th of July. It was nothing creepy. It, it didn't even really seem but like it, he was hitting on did me. You, did it, was it enough for you to click on his link and yeah. see? It was enough for me to respond and ha- start to banter with him. And he was pretty funny. And I looked through his profile and he was cute. So I was In like, In today's oh, okay. world... This, I think this is a major possibility where Mm -hmm. people can meet online and then see, kind of get a taste of who the other person is based on their social media. Absolutely. So how, how did he succeed in curating an Instagram that was desirable to you without being like, dude, shirtless, carrying cats or whatever, you know? He just seemed like a very normal, fun person. There were things photo he had pictures of like going to breweries which is something i like and pictures of really nice dinners which is something i like and picture stacks of like, money <laughs> yeah stacks of money and an eight pack which i mean those are things no i'm joking he um but Bro, it just loads of cocaine just like scrooge <laughs> yeah. mcduck swimming uh-huh. in coke <laughs> yeah no it just a lot of the things in his pictures so were, simple but were, like, yeah it was very simple nothing over the top things that i enjoy doing um, and then, you know, photos of him and his friends doing something fun. He had a picture of him and his friends on a trip to Tokyo. And I was like, that's cool. He's travel. been to Tokyo. Like, so travel, food, was, lifestyle, brewery. Very, very normal, but all things that I'm interested in. And the and photos didn't, the photos didn't come off as like self-promotional. Absolutely or, not. 
They With, I mean, because, you know, if someone's just like, look, this is me at the right. border of the uh, the Chinese wall. like Yeah, no, there was nothing like that. It was no obnoxious tourist photos. It was just pretty like a normal guy's and life. And that's what you look for if you were to meet a guy in a bar. You look for a guy who's got a few friends with him, who's smiling, right, absolutely. who's not like with binoculars on the prowl. I mean, right. girls can girls can pick up thirst way better than we know. Yeah. And sometimes like it's... Yeah, I've always said the, the be- best tip I ever heard for a guy, like if you if you were to walk into a bar, is just smile. Smile when yeah. you walk into places because people you can't fake. You you can fake a smile, but like just if you try to have fun and be a good person, and w- and with social media, show that you mm-hmm. know, like doesn't mean you can't have a serious photo, but like show the personality that you want to attract, I guess. Right, and it was you know it was very obvious, um, and something that is really really good to do if you meet somebody and you want to look at their social media look at their instagram look at their tagged photos. yes that's what i did that's too. what i do when i check girls out online yep. i go yep. what are the photos that they're not posting mm-hmm. <laughs> if I this is what they're <laughs> posting what are they tagged in i looked at his tagged photos and that was more pictures of him with his friends oh um, most of his pictures what a subtle didn't include gold him move. as much but his pictures that were tagged were more pictures of Yeah, because you're only going to post like your optimum, whatever. Right. If you look at tagged photos of me, it's always just like, I mean, not so, I, I don't put myself into as many shitty right. situations, but you know, there's some photos of me, you know, dressed as like a chubby Chippendale dancer right. from Halloween or, you <laughs> well, know. Well, and some of his tagged photos were like, funny but in not in the embarrassing way but oh that's funny he looks like he has a good personality and a good group of friends okay so you obviously attraction attraction's a must i mean who are we kidding here you have to be attracted to someone can you find can you become more attracted to somebody based on their social dynamics because this is a question that a guy and i have been kind of like having a pleasant argument over on reddit Mm -hmm. where he's like dude if you're an eight you're an eight and i'm like yeah, but if you're like a six who starts to love what they do, you're going to shine through yeah. and that might be an eight to somebody else. I agree. I think, um, you know, if let's say, you know, I meet a guy and he's like, I'm on the fence about how I feel about him based on physical attractiveness. But then he, oh, it looks like he's really passionate about what he does or it looks like he, you know, has really good friends. He looks like a happy person or he seems really funny. That's going to elevate him a little bit yeah. to me. Um, at and least make me more yeah. interested in meeting him. At least also if he's competing, if there's two dudes that are like seven and a half, which is a funny, obviously, the the, the scaling we use. I, I've right. talked to people from other countries. Mm-hmm. They go, dude, that's so weird. We don't do that. It's either like yes or no. It's very binary. Like that's I either want to fuck you or I don't. Men. Men have yeah. yes or no. Yeah. Women have a more Oh, yeah. We'll still, we'll still put a number. To, oh, she's a 10. We'll still put a number to it, but it's yes or no. Yeah, absolutely. And I've learned where my bar is in the past. <laughs> that yes is a sliding <laughs> scale. It Depending is. on the number of cocktails. Oh, I bet. I've had, I've, I've hooked up with people uh, where people are like, Dave, really? And I'm like, well, yeah, like you had to know. And I'll start like <laughs> defending. I'll like read off their LinkedIn page. And I'm like, no, no, no. But like, yeah, there is something there. It doesn't mean it's enough for like long-term things. But like for that night, you might be like, yeah, like we vibed. And I've, right. I vibed. I vibed with people that that in the in the early stages, I thought were way more attractive. And then, and then I think whatever made me vibe with them and kicked up our attraction to each other 
faded. Like it was almost right. like I thought they were going to be a certain way. So, so just by thinking like our brain connects the dots a lot and that's what we do in relationships. Red flags, we paint them white. We connect Absolutely. the dots the way we want to connect them or in, in, in all, some, some people are cynical that have been heartbroken. They connect the dots in the wrong way. Oh, this guy's going to be an asshole, blah, blah, blah. And, and that goes back to what we were saying. If you read into somebody like V, uh, if you're reading into this dude, you're going to find out what you want to find out, whether yeah. it's good or bad. So mm-hmm. if, if this guy was a player in the past and you're, 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 you've been fucked over by players, maybe he's still playing. But like you got to see how it plays out and don't drive yourself crazy in the process. Try to be objective as possible. But yeah. So with you, so you get to a point, you who makes the move to see, meet it in person? Um, he, at the time, was out of town and he was like, I'm getting back in town next week. Um, I'm in the L.A. area let's like go get some beers and hang out. And I was like, okay, that sounds, that sounds fine. Beers, Whatever. Beers and hang out. Yeah. It was like public very, place. Yeah. It was very casual. And it turns out we both kind of lived near each other. Um, we were both in the South Bay. And so it was like, oh, cool. This is convenient. We're both So at that point it, you're like, oh, this is not just a guy I can flirt with online, but we can actually like. Right. And I was like, this is comfortable. So I'm familiar with the area and he is sure. Why not? What do I have to lose? Well, I'll go have, grab a couple. A liver, couple. maybe. <laughs> you met a guy well, like, what do I have to lose? Well, I met him online. Meeting in public, yeah, you know? I, know? I was like, this sounds, you know, yeah. like a good plan. And then when he got back in town, um, we decided that we'd get dinner. So we wanted to have dinner and um, hitting it off really well, having a great time. Did you judge him on his order? Uh, he did a really good job. He actually oh, yeah. wound up picking out like my favorite restaurant in Manhattan Beach. Oh, nice. Yeah. What kind of food was it? Uh, it's seafood, oysters. Oh, nice. Yeah. I want to go to Sharky's today for a beer. That's my goal. Mm. When I, I, I don't can know. Pick That's a, a douchey. I like douchey. Places. I like douchey places. <laughs> I like a place that looks like you pee on your feet a little bit when you use the urinal. I don't oh. know. I just, I just, I, I don't. Maybe, yeah. Like I like in New York for New York listeners, bar, um, uh, uh, brother Jimmy's. It's just like a, it's those places where you drink out of a fishbowl oh, and they just like nice. nine straws. Yeah. We all have HPV. We're kind of sharing saliva. Good, good. I just, that's where I, you know, you, f- you peel a girl off the floor at the end of the night. That's yeah. You know what? Sharky's in Hermosa. That is what <laughs> that place. This episode sponsored is. by Sharky's <laughs> in Hermosa Beach. Come get a fishbowl. And uh, I'm going to check off. The I'm floor. absolutely going to be posting. <laughs> yeah. You don't just get her off the floor. You peel her off the floor. <laughs> Part of, you were mentioning how the, you, you saw a girl with a branch in her hair. It's like, dude, you got a branch in your hair. You puck, you fucking party. <laughs> yeah. You know what's up when you got grass stains on you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So through a process of deduction, we found out that I'm, I am right now, I'm part of your walk of shame from yesterday, uh, <laughs> which is fine. You're, you're dating this guy. It's okay. I'm not shaming you. Stri- oh, no, no, stride no. of pride. No, not, this isn't the di- guy I'm dating. Oh boy. <laughs> so the guy I'm dating, we're in an I, open relationship. I jumped to conclusions. So we okay. Can okay. 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 I'm sorry. Okay. So, okay. Don't jump. I'm sorry. I, I, uh, I just, I, I joked, I, I joked, you jived. Uh, I zigged, you zagged. So, okay, so you meet this, so you meet this guy. You're impressed with them, blah blah blah. I, so, early on, do you tell him what your deal is? Um, well, early on, it, it, there was no intention of a going anywhere besides just having fun. Um, and then as we started hanging out more, we were like, oh shit, we really get along like very well, and you know, kind of starting to feel some stuff. Got the feels. Uh, yeah, and then um, we. You know, he's kind of always known how I felt about stuff like that from the beginning. We've had conversations like that, not really necessarily in per- 
you know, pertaining to us, but just in general, how I feel about relationships. It's easy early on to have those talks before you get like, yeah. before you sort of gain ownership over each other, right? And which is so, what we do. We're, we're simple hu- beings. We like to gain ownership. Like, no, 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 I fuck you. You're mine. Right. Exactly. So there's a, that was a conversation we had very early on when it didn't have necessarily anything to do with us, but just uh-huh. my thoughts on relationships in general. And so when it started to get a little more involved, there did come kind of one little point in time where he was wanting more and I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm ready to do that. And we kind of split up for... Wanting more time? Um, wanting more commitment-wise. Okay. And so we sort of kind of went our separate ways for a couple of weeks while I was out of town. And then when I came back... It's I good was, that you travel, by the way. Yeah. It's good that you travel because uh, you you give guys the chance to see what they like about you. And yeah. don't... Uh, you're not uh, flaming because naturally I think when, when you, you like someone and it's new, it's like, Oh, you got to hang out a lot, right? which is great. But also it's nice to give the fire a little bit of breathing room. Yeah. That in the time that we've been seeing each other, I've gone on several like two week long away trips. Nice. Um, and so after that time we spent a couple weeks without even talking to each other or anything, then kind of came back and I was like, all right, let's, let's, talk more about this. Let's see. Because I was kind of like, well, I don't want to not see you anymore. And I know you, oh, good. St- and I know you still want to see me. So let's figure out what we can do here. Yeah. The bond is there. It's yeah. just, now we're just talking like, um, mm-hmm. semantics of whether or not. Yeah. And I, if people that, who do like, uh, open relationships, what, what they say, I mean, you tell me, but what they say that works, it forces you to really communicate. Yeah. It's absolutely. not just like, I'll see you like you're mine and I'll see you later. It's like, what so like how do you do you do you openly tell him i'm going to be seeing other people or is it like don't ask don't tell um we've decided that if one of us you know hooks up with somebody else we tell each other that's we're just very honest about it and that was more for me i don't i was kind of like you don't have to tell me every time like if i ask be honest but whatever is that like a safety health concern or is that just well the other thing is we've agreed that you know if we are sleeping with anyone else we're using protection with other people right um just from a complete just yeah adult safety and respect for each other's health try not to come in the other person that's the goal yeah 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 i've Um, thought of that too because so many people so many stories that like i got a buddy who's um sorry to stupid story (laughs) but like my buddy found out that his dad had another family in Russia. That's amazing. And, and when you think about it, when you break it down, it's like, well, I could see how that happened. This yeah. guy cheated. He busted his nut because when you're about to come, you cannot help but want to procreate and right. continue on the race. It just happens. I mean, you need to be smart enough to stop yourself. But right. but then he tries to hide it. Then he's got a kid. Then he's like, so 20 years later, a guy, guy finds out his dad has a whole family. And it's like, well, yeah, I guess mm-hmm. that's what comes from not communicating. Well, and so we, yeah, we, from the very beginning, when we decided, okay, this is what we're going to do. We were like, okay, well, let's talk about some ground rules like that we both agree on and feel comfortable with. So if we're sleeping with other people, we're using condoms with them. Um, which, which what a suck. Yes. Yes. But, but what a great deal that he has. If he can, uh, I can only, I'm speaking about him because as a guy, right. If he can wrap himself around, no pun intended, uh, with the condom there. Uh, if you can ra- wrap it up folks, if he can wrap himself around the idea of you having sex with other men and not be jealous, the fact that he can now r- roam and peruse. Yes. That's, that's exactly, a great trade off. Yeah. If he can handle that. Right. And that's kind of what I was like, hey, you can bang anybody you want to now. <laughs> but, you, but you still get the emotional closeness of 
the person that you're in a relationship there are with. men writing listening right now that are gonna write in and be like dude i fucking wish because i've looked at I, I mean i've talked about it a bunch and like I, I don't know if i would be open to it in my relationship i don't know if i could right. be that guy but i i don't know if i couldn't i just don't know so like to, to be honest and subjective mm-hmm. i just don't know but i've looked at like different um threads of uh, of uh poly polyamory polyamory, polyamory yeah. on a uh, no. Well, the poly. Yeah, that's different. That's different. But uh, I've left yeah. open, open relationships, and people say, "Hey, you know, I." People talk about, like, "Hey, I try to bring it up to my girlfriend, and it fucked our relationship up." The bad. thing is, the thing is, with an open relationship, you either start that way, or you don't introduce that until you've been together for ten years. So like I'm it's, out. Oh, so I gotta wait six years. You're not. It's that's not something you. You know, bring you got a good. Like, you got a good point, though. It's like that's. I'm not saying people do that to save relationships, but I feel like that happens when people get really comfortable and they go, "Yeah." I don't like I, I used to like go on tour or not on tour, but I used to do do stand up on the road with this mm-hmm. other comedian. And I think his wife was OK with him fucking around. I think she was right. just like, dude, I got the house. I got the kids. Like when when you come home, if you're mine, you're mine. But like if you need to go get your dick sucked on the road, I don't think she cared. Yeah. And I'm not saying my, my girlfriend would and I wouldn't cheat on her. But I uh, but like to explore that and talk mm-hmm. about that is more honest. Like, no, I'm a good yeah, guy. It's, it's like, yeah, yeah, you are. But are yeah, you are you sneaking around? Or are you authentic? That is the thing is the what in any sort of relationship, no matter what your boundary, if your boundary is, if you speak to another woman, that's wrong. Whatever you have agreed on in the rules of your relationship Breaking those rules is where it's wrong and being dishonest is where it's wrong. Right. So it's all about the communication and honesty and the way, you know, we are, we're incredibly open with communication and honesty and it's kind of, I think for me, it's been the most healthy relationship I have ever entered into. Because last time you were on the podcast, I don't want to bring back old stories, but you had talked about, um, I think wanting, wanting more open relationship, but you weren't in one. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, like, so, like I, did you, did I you wasn't being authentic to like what you need. Right. I wasn't in a relationship with anybody yet at the time, but I was just kind of me knowing that if I was to get into one, that's the kind of relationship right. I would be happiest. And in. it takes time to know that sometimes yeah. you just don't know what you want. And society has this um, sort of, um, well, you graduated college, you get courted by a guy right. and you have live happily ever after and just go well divorce rates are very high that's right. not a bad thing that just shows that maybe this system isn't working and i've looked at it as like the longer i can hold like um hold out the clock like now that i'm in my 30s mm-hmm. uh, approaching mid 30s getting there is like okay maybe i've got a better shot at this the longer i wait right. to figure out what works for me but uh, but also like you know, you have, here's what happened. Cause I, I, when I lived in New York, like I was in all these, I wouldn't even call them open relationships. It was just like, I wouldn't even call it friends with benefits because that assumes we were friends, just hookup buddies. Right. We right. was hooking up with. And the more you have sex, the more you dump oxytocin all over each other, the commitment molecule, the more you get like obsessed with each other and the right. more you start to get jealous and all these weird emotions happen. Have you, have, have you, how do you, uh, if you see that happening with your current uh, open relationship, what do you do to steer that back? Um, you know, again, I think it comes down to communication. Uh, like, do you mean if I, if there's somebody that I hook up with regularly? Say, yeah, say this guy that you, you like, you start to like him a lot and, but you're, but you're for whatever reason, completely cool with the current scenario. Uh, but he's kind of like, Ooh, I'm, I just, 
you're the one that gets me going. Like you're it for me. I want you. I can't, if, if the juice just isn't worth the squeeze anymore mm-hmm. for him to be in an open relationship. I mean, I guess at, at, at that point, either, either he suffers for the open relationship or, or you decide it's, that's not worth it for you. Or like, what, like, has that, have you, have you had relationships end because you couldn't get over that hump? No. Um, cause this is actually the first open relationship I've really been in. Nice. Um, and you know, we have talked about what if at some point, because it's more likely that he would be the one to kind of be like, hey, let's just kind of be just you and me. But we've just kind of been like, you know what, if we get to that point, let's talk about it and let's see what makes each other happy and see what's important and how. And I think at the end of the day, it's really the happiness of our partner is what's important. Right. And so, you know, and trusting each other and it's just kind of a conversation we'll have to have. But fortunately, every step of the way with this, the communication has been 100% open. And I think that's how to have, um, you know, a positive and successful relationship, whether it's an open one or not. Yeah. It's just the communication. Yeah. So, so often, um, like a struggle with my relationship, uh, and I haven't been shy about talking about it, is just uh, pri- priorities. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm a guy who doesn't need much time at home. Mm-hmm. I actually, if I have the place to myself, I prefer to be out on the road. I like to go to the gym, get a coffee, people watch, go on a hike. I like to do all these things in front of strangers. I don't really need to talk to people. I get enough social time and I don't need to talk to people too much, but I like to be yeah. out in that abyss. I'm very similar. I get my creativity from being amongst others. You call that an extrovert i also like being alone too but like the introverted uh, extrovert thing i I don't i don't you know i think that you can be a little bit of both like i get my energy from being with people but i also at the end of the night i'm like fuck i should be alone right now yeah whereas so whereas my girlfriend when her day's over she's she's there for me she wants to be home and be together and that's the sweetest thing in the world and i like that too but that only for me that dessert on the relationship Mm -hmm. only works when i've fulfilled my own duty not every day but enough right. like i feel like every week there's a certain amount of time i need like we're so we're about to be away for 15 days together and she's got like this little workout thing we're gonna do because i gained 15 pounds last christmas i'm a fucking mess <laughs> i'm a mess i eat the biscuits i go all you know i'm people listening know i got a huge sugar addiction so i'm trying my best not to have that happen this year but like she wants to like she did this workout plan together and I'm like, that's, that's good and all, but I'm also going to go for a run by myself. Like I've learned, right, right. I, I don't care if I have to wake up before the whole house wakes up and go do it. I got to go out there and let this carousel in my brain burn off. Mm-hmm. It has to burn off. If it doesn't, I'm not present in the conversation. Right. Uh, stupid, big, stupid fight we had last week. Like we were out somewhere and I had like a Red Bull and that's like, I've never done Coke, but that's like when people say, oh, you do, when you get, when people get coked up, they talk about all their ideas. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. how I am at a Red Bull and I'm like, and then this is going to happen and I'm going <laughs> to get this and I start, and she's like, babe, you're being so selfish right now. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm super caffeinated. <laughs> like, I'm, like I'd probably get the, the, with the podcast and start rambling over shit. I'm like, no, I'm not selfish so much as like highly stimulated right, right now. <laughs> but I need that. I had this like fire in my head. I need to burn it out, spread the coals out, simmer the fuck down to get to her energy level. Right, right. Do, what, do you have that where you have your own? Because you, you travel by yourself. Mm-hmm. You, like what's your process like to maintain your sanity? Yeah, I do a lot of things by myself. I'm alone a lot. I travel by myself. I go sit at a coffee shop I picked you up at a coffee yeah. shop by yourself. And I, I do a <laughs> lot of things by myself. Um, I like to, sometimes I'll get up early, um, 
in the morning and go grab a coffee and sit on the beach by myself and just kind of chill. Have you been in relationships um, before where that time's not granted to you? I know that sounds like such a horrible thing to say, but like, you know, people hold each other's time hostage. You know, not really. I've always been kind of lucky that who, any partner I've been with has been like, cool, have your time and then yeah. whatever. Actually, one of my really good friends, she and her husband married for 10 years. Um, when she gets home from work every day, because she's a very introverted person, um, they kind of just have a rule is like no one talks to her for an hour. That's <laughs> like amazing. her husband and like takes I'm the sure kiddo. He's so cool with it. And takes the kiddo and like they play outside or do whatever. And she goes and just is alone for an hour in her wow. room by herself. You know, that's an in- and then and she's introverted and she needs time by herself. Because when she's at work, she's around people all day yes. long. She's in a very um, customer facing. And, and if she's an introvert, he's mm-hmm. probably not. I don't think introverts always do too well together. It, yeah, he's he? a he's a little um he's probably kind of in the middle. But like guys, I we're dogs, right? So like when when I come home, my dog's like play, play now, play, right. scratch my belly now. And when my chick comes home, I'll be like, this is what I did today. I I'm brought so home proud. the bacon. Look what food I brought home. Yeah. Look, there's like ugly gingerbread <laughs> cookies. We're gonna ugly sweater cookies. We're gonna yeah. make like or like a little boy. Like, like look what I did at school today. And like, she's like, holy shit! I got <laughs> yeah. a bag that needs to be put down. Like, and yeah, yeah. I've, I've always been that way. Growing up as a single mom. Hey, when's mom home? Mom, mom, mom. Hey, mom, mom. Yeah. Mom. And and um and that and then it feels like rejection when they're right. not when they're not immediately. You know, like I've had to deal with that, uh, like emotional rejection where it's like, well, I don't think I'm, I guess I'm not being rejected so much as they need to just get to their headspace. Yeah. Which sounds so, it's so, it's, it's so complicated to look at how other people um, interact and live because we, you grew up your whole life just thinking, hey, everyone's like me. Right. Everyone's right. ready to go. I got, I got buddies that like, even when I hang out with them, they like got to simmer into that mm-hmm. kind of where I where it's like, I'll be like, nope, I'm ready to tell you about this. Like, yeah. I'll just, I'll just come in hot. I think I, <laughs> once I figured out, oh, a lot of people are not like me. I am a very like different kind of person in the way that I like to do things. That made me a lot more um, perceptive and easier to get along with and a better friend to a lot of my friends yes. to know that we're so different. Um, for example, my, my best friend, when we go on trips together and stuff, we travel so great together now because we will both go and do something by ourselves and then meet back up at another time and not be pressured to be like, this is our itinerary or let's do this, this, this. And just both of us knowing, Oh, we both got to be alone for a little while and then we'll come back yeah, and be cool. That's, that's, that's healthy. Mm-hmm. But you know, some people, yeah, they don't, you know, I mean, I've heard of couples that vacation by themselves. I feel like that's something you do. I, th- whenever I talk to people in the yeah. audience, I met some late, I did some joke, and uh, I was talking about doing crowd work. And I was like, oh, how long have you been in the relationship? She was like, oh, we've been married for 25 years. I was like, oh, is this your husband next to you? And she was like, no, he's at the Dodgers game. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, fucking great. That's exactly how to do like, it. That's the secret to the relationship yes, is you so do great. shit on your own. You do stuff by yourself. My problem is this. If, I, if I'm if i like, hey, babe, I'm going to go to a Dodgers game with uh, Darren. She'll be like, well, go fuck you. Like Because <laughs> it's like, because she's a ride or die. And I have to appreciate that sh- that that loyalty and um you know being a part of the team is important to right. her so it's it's hard like I, it's been hard to be like hey i need to go to the g-. like i won't be like i need to go to the gym by myself i'll just right. find my i'll find my alone time when she's working yeah or, or i don't know like i like i still struggle on my end with offending my partner but yeah. like my buddy gooch I'll I'll be if 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 i'm like hey you want to go to the, do this thing i'm like no i'm hanging out with uh with uh, john and then, and then I'm like, okay, cool. 
I kind of get like jealous a little bit. Oh, you're hanging out with John. <laughs> but like I've if I, but if, if Gooch before. is like, hey, uh, you want to go uh, come hang, go to the batting cages? I would be like, no, I got to work. I got a thing I'm doing and I got like a podcast. Would, like, I'm lying lie about because I go. know I would be jealous if I was like, oh no, I'm going to hang out with Andy. But like uh, some right. people are just cool with being honest and authentic. And to be honest and authentic, I'm not always cool with that. Right. Sometimes I'll tell white lies because it sounds like a better scenario. And I don't think that's right, but I, that's just I what think, I do. I think everybody does that. And I like to some extent, and I have gotten better about not doing that because for the big thing for me is if a guy asks me out or if a guy's like, Hey, I would like to take you out for a drink sometime. And if I'm just not interested, I've gotten a lot better about just saying I'm not interested. That's Inst- great. Instead of just making up an excuse yeah. of saying like, oh, well, I'm busy or, oh, I'm out of town or, oh, I have a boyfriend or whatever. No, just if you don't want to go, just I don't want to go. <laughs> See, I let the lie carry. I did. I saw I ran into a dude on the street the other day and he's working in real estate now and he handed me his business card. I was like, oh, thanks, man. Like I put, put it in my mm-hmm. and like I know I have friends that would be like, oh, dude, save the paper. I'm not going to yeah. need it. You know what I mean? And I'm, I'm yeah. just no, no, whatever. I need to do to make you feel like your purpose is served. Right. It's lousy would, on my if end. If somebody's going to give me a business card, I'll take it. I'm like, oh, thanks. Okay. So I'm, I'm not I'll a complete use it or psycho. anything, but I'm just I'll like, this it. is going straight in my trash. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, what am I, you know, but I, I don't know. It's, it's, you gotta, you know, it's, I've, 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 I've wondered more about why I'm the way I am. And it's, it's just not an obvious thing to me, my own idiosyncrasies. Like it's not an obvious thing that I'm a people pleaser. Right. Right. I just want people to be happy, but it yeah. fucks me. It fucks me so often when now that I'm in a relationship, I can't prioritize who I make happy yeah. without covering those that are really close to me That's and not making it sound like they're a psycho. Like she's like, she's not a psycho because uh, she wants me. She wants us to be good before like my stepdad. He's, he's a contractor. He'll, he'll like literally fix the air conditioning at their, at their church when instead of like going to my brother's soccer game right like, he's like well that that's really important he'll do it for free like he'll right, he's, right. Gi- he's very giving but when you when you're very giving you you sometimes lose context over like those that are close to you the and like taking of care like, of your own mm-hmm. i don't know it's a it's a delicate balance there um right yeah once i kind of started to figure out just if i don't want to do something i don't do it and i don't have to give a reason as to why <laughs> so really so in an open relationship if if this guy that you're seeing is like hey uh you know you want to go bowling and and i mean what if you already had, like would you tell him if you're already hanging out with another dude um uh, we kind of sort of made a thing to where like yeah we can go do whatever but we're priority yeah um but like Last night, I had plans uh, to go get drinks with a guy I hadn't seen him in a really long time. And I was like, oh, sure. How'd you, how'd you know this uh, this other guy? Um, I, go, I went out with him like eight months ago or oh, something. Okay. We've, we've known each other and been friends. And, why but didn't, just, and it didn't work? You like started to see each other and it just didn't work? We only went out like once or twice and you know, never even like had hooked up before. We're just, we're kind of like, eh, we're just friends. It was very like, uh, our lifestyles don't really, whatever, but you're cool. We'll be friends. Could this new guy bring it back to devil's threesomes? <laughs> no, no, I don't think that not, would. Not an option? Yeah. Like um, he told you that or you just like, no, I just don't get that vibe. And to be honest, I don't even know when I'll hang out with him again. Like, it's just not that like. How long important. have you, how long has it been since you've started dating this guy who slid into your DMs? Uh, since July. 
Okay, so that's so so Chris, you're doing Christmas gifts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's the so you're six five six months into a relationship? Well, what's and the also, Christmas gift communication? So my birthday was also like two weeks ago. Hey, happy birthday! Hey, so, Twenty two. <laughs> I wish. Born in the nineties. Sure. Hey, folks. Sure. sure. <laughs> Weren't we all born in the Weren't 90s? Weren't we all? Uh, no. I hate when I meet millennials like, I was born in 94. I'm like, I was going to see the movie The Lion King. I was <laughs> yeah. sneaking in. Mm. <laughs> I was Great. I was <laughs> cool. Cool. Uh, I was playing with my Digimon. I was excited about <laughs> middle school the next year. So. I had a trapper keeper and a full FLIR baseball card. <laughs> One person understands what I'm saying. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. Happy and birthday. So, so you did a birthday Christmas well, thing? Well, so what? he... His the birthday gift was like pretty legit, so I was like, you don't have to get anything that like crazy for Christmas because he just took legit me. in the jewelry no, or legit just a, in the monetary. I'm not a things person at all. I, oh, okay. I don't care about it stuff. Was experiential. Yeah, it was gift. a trip to San Francisco and Napa for the week. Whoa! Yeah, you're gonna make me look bad here. <laughs> well, his, five months was, in, it was because I had wanted to go, and he's from the Bay Area. Are those flights? Are we driving? Flights. So he, so he got you a flight. That's but a, he's from the Bay Area, so it was like his friends and stuff. It wasn't like just a, a random. You didn't have a panic attack on the flight? You were fine? No, I was fine. I was he's fine. like, bitch, we are getting to wine country. <laughs> this is a 50-minute flight. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> you're like huh, no. And you're like, no, these are not reservable. I didn't buy the insurance, honey. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it was, you know, he's, he's how from was the Bay How Area was flying with him? Was it your first flight together? Yeah, it was fine. Did you learn a lot about people when you fly together? I know. I even, by the end of the trip, I was like, I still like you. This That's is great. <laughs> it's a gatekeeper. Flights, it's a gatekeeper. You see each other. It, you're not just dolled up. You yeah. Know, your sweatpants yeah. and your shitty, like, you got to deal with. You're stressed. Yeah. And you're gates and, like, and, and, and teamwork. I mean, it's like, no, no, babe, I think it's this way. No, 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 it's over there. Fuck you. And, like, <laughs> just, and I got, like, and then you got to be like, yeah, oh, all right, well, I'm going to go get this food yeah. core thing. It's just a whole, it, it really does magnify any yeah. little issues you might have. So that was good. You yeah, guys kind of chilled together. Yeah, it was great. Did you, um, see, I'm stuck in this place now where, like, you know, we do the, we will watch the movies together on the uh, flights. Yeah, no. And if we have those uh, individual TVs, mm-hmm. what you got to do is you got to time out. You know, it's like At on demand. You got to be like, all right, we're going to watch Failure to Launch. You got to, and then we'll, we'll get all excited and we'll be like, all right, press the button in three. And wait, wait, are we doing it? Are we doing it? Yeah. Three, two, <laughs> one, click. And then we both click it. And oh then gosh. it just takes you to like the next thing. And you right. got to click it again. And you're like, oh, fuck. And then you finally get it. I don't know. Yeah. Well, this was a short flight from LA to San yeah. Francisco. And um, we were on Southwest. So it was just like pretty so quick. So where'd you guys stay? Um, we stayed like at with friends of his that have an oh, nice. extra cool. bedroom in the city. So it was like friends of his that have an extra bedroom in, in San, Francisco. San Francisco. So they're billionaires. So, so that's what I assumed. Facebook. I was like, oh, so they create, that's Steve Jobs's family, yeah. right? Like, they own Bitcoins. Like, yeah. Bitcoins. They own all of the Was Bitcoins. it a nice place? It. Yeah, it was a cool place yeah. in the city, walkable area. So it was great. So you got to, was this the first time you got to see him with his, in his dynamic? Yeah. And yeah. how did that go with your attraction? Same? It was, did it rise? It was, same. It was cool. Were you expected? He, it was really awesome. His friends were great. We yeah. had an awesome time. I just um, think you get a lot. You get a lot out of people's company. Yeah, it's like what they say. You're you're, you're just a sum of your what, what five closest friends or whatever. But yeah, it's, and his friends were all great. So I was like, cool. You gotta These like somebody's people. friends. Yeah, you have to. It's such a if they don't if you don't vibe with them. I mean, you don't have to like vibe perfectly. But mm-hmm. I love now that I've got 
and it, which really is a bummer because I think they're moving, but I've got a, a, a group of some of my best friends live close by and, and we like their girlfriends and it's just, it's just such yeah. an added bonus. And I used to think that was so obnoxious when you'd be like, Oh, group dates and this and no, that. But, but that's like, great. If you're going to hang out with someone's friends, you can't, you have to have the same lifestyle. Yeah. Having built in friends is awesome. And his I, I his had, friends here in LA, like their girlfriends are cool as shit. And so like, it's awesome. It's nice. very like, Good, so that cool. I mean that gets you to that level where you're like oh geez like that che- you know you're checking more boxes off right right is that scary the shit I mean like so 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 that was a big thing so now for Christmas what did you get him yeah like, we, that's good that that gives you time to be like oh shit he doubled down well we I was kind of like hey just because my birthday is literally right before Christmas I'm not expecting anything crazy don't have to go over the top and he was like no don't worry like it's something Christmas will be small i think what i'm getting is like monetary wise like pretty pretty decent for a first Christmas. What, what you're getting him yeah what what were your options as far as what, what what's going through your head as far as what to get a guy well, were you trying not to show your cards and be too like lovey-dovey yeah like, i didn't want to be Rolex. too gross but also he's not a things person either which makes things like that very difficult yeah he likes experiences but the things that i know that he likes to do I was like, okay, I can go from there and find something cool to do. That's not like a vacation somewhere. That'll be later. But I, you know, I found yeah. like a cool experience. I'm probably going to give it to him before you post this so I can say what it is. Um, I'm, I'm letting him I'm know. Posting this in two hours. Oh, okay. Then never mind. Because I'm giving <laughs> it to him tonight. Are you going to tell him tonight? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I was going to post this at four, at 4 okay, p.m. Okay. Then oh, I won't say what it is. <laughs> but it's an experience and it's something cool that he'll enjoy to do. Skydiving. Um, so skydiving no no that'd be expensive no. skydiving would be great that's a fun that would be cool live. Have you ever skydive cool. i haven't i want to really bad yeah it's pretty cool i got suckered into doing it i didn't want to do it because i was like dude i don't want to spend 150 bucks to for like one minute you right know, like but then i did it and i was like man it was pretty cool like, yeah, yeah i want to do that strap yourself with some dude and he's like <laughs> isn't it beautiful and you're like bro we're like laying down in a meadow i went with all i went with all couples i was the only mm. non this is years ago in new york in, in the fall so we had the foliage like oh upstate, that's pretty and it was eight couples and me so we're in like some shitty old like aluminum tin you know plane you know dual propeller type of thing and i'm and they strap you as tight ass to dick as tight as you can go they strap you to the instructor or whatever and i mean i feel like that's good yeah it's good sure you're, uh, yeah you're no, i don't want wiggle room just get yeah i don't want to like <laughs> <laughs> that's actually they like insert yeah they do they totally <laughs> they lock the dick that's why the dick's got a head for it. it's got a helmet they, so it can yeah lock they in. lock it in to your butthole hey folks uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um <laughs> I had uh, Sharkies for lunch the day before, and that was not good. Hey, now, it's a callback. Um, and then we were the last one to go out, which was cool because everyone jumped, and then we had to be, like, we were, like, alone in the flight. And he was, like, this dude, I don't know, he was, like, South American or something. And he and he's, like, whispering into my ear because it's loud, and he's, mm-hmm. like, isn't it beautiful? And I'm, like, yeah, like, this Estavio, sure, but, like, chill out. Like, I can smell you right now. Your dick's in and then my ass. We, <laughs> we jump out. I'm holding on to his butt cheeks from the front (laughs) i've reached behind and hold on we jump out and um we land and you're supposed to land on like on your ass and Mm -hmm. so we do this we like skid to a stop but like our um cords were tangled like not our flying cords but our like the thing that was 
you know, attached to us mm-hmm. was tangled. So everyone else was like making out because they, they'd all get unlatched from their partner and then they'd all like kiss and they were all hugging all these mm-hmm. couples. And then me and like Estavio, whatever his name is, we're just sitting there in the meadow, <laughs> just laying there waiting for someone to like run up, you know, because everyone's like 200 yards away. Right. We're just waiting for someone to untangle it. I think they'd like cut <laughs> us free. And I was like, I think I'm gay now. I think I'm now gay. And well, then we fucked. So that was my story. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, we're approaching an hour now. We had to get out of here. Um, so, wow, uh, you you shared so much information. I mean, we have a to sum up. We got a dude hit you up, and it worked. The, yeah, and he, and he slid just, in the DMs. He slid and it worked into your DMs, and he didn't have to like just show you his dick off the bat. Exactly. So it can be, be done. Be normal and curate cool and your shoot social your media. shot. Look, you got to shoot your shot. You got to curate your social media yes. for bi- for business too. Absolutely. I mean, you're you're obviously one who has built a following based mm-hmm. on curate curating your is it mainly your Instagram, right? Yeah. And what so how I mean, it's just something it's hey, it's today's world. I mean, if you met a dude and he didn't have social media, wouldn't you think he's a max murderer? I either think he's like very mature and too cool, or I think he's going to kill me. It's got to be one of the or other. Or he for sure does have social media and he's keeping it a secret. And he's got he a wife a and a family. Like, yes. That's it. And that's <laughs> like, so many stories. Like, that's I don't fuck with that stuff. And it's like, you do. You have a wife and family that's in Russia. On your on your private account. Yeah. Like with you the, your other last name. Someone <laughs> in yeah. Chernobyl. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> we're at an hour. So people can find you at the underscore Meredith. Yes, on Instagram, the Meredith on Twitter. Everyone, go yeah. reach out to her. Tell her you loved hearing. You always have good stories. I do. Um, Merry Christmas. Happy Merry Hanukkah, Christmas Kwanzaa, you, New Year's, blah, whatever, blah, blah. Whatever you felt and, you're um, celebrating. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to have <laughs> you on soon and, and get a recap. Every time we talk now, I get <laughs> a whole new layer of life. <laughs> yeah. This is good. Uh, for those listening, uh, if you're in the Midwest, I'll be in Cincinnati this Friday performing stand-up comedy um, at a place called The Hive, uh, which I just found out is like a meditation center. So it's like, great. I got to do fucking stand-up and tell fart jokes right where the, like namastes are good. happening. Good. I thought I was, I was like, oh, I'm going to do The Hive. It sounds like an underground joint. And then I find out it's like a place of prayer. So mm. yeah. So anyway, set, I'm so really bad at we'll uh, <laughs> promoting things. <laughs> It'll be fun. Come out. We'll go to another bar after that. That's eight o'clock Friday night. I think that's December 22nd. I know we have people that listen in Cincinnati. Oh, this was great. I I did a I, I do my bachelor recap videos, and I had these um, wine glasses called mm-hmm. like Brianza Winery or something. I got them in Kentucky and uh, a couple years ago. And then someone on my comments goes, "Oh, I know that v- that vineyard. I have a vineyard close by." So I started chatting with this girl. She listens to the podcast, and then Tasha and I were like, "All right, I guess we'll come to a wine tasting." Yeah. So we went to a talk about meeting a stranger mm-hmm. online. We went to a wine tasting. And the, and there was like they were the coolest people. It was like a new That's vineyard, awesome. so it was like super like unpolished, like small tasting room, this and that. And just it's just cool who you meet. So people that are listening, I know you're out there. Don't be a stranger. Some dude, I, I'm gonna promote this on a separate episode, but some dude just sent me. He owns like a like a skating apparel company. Oh, awesome. He sent me a T-shirt and and handmade 
pants. That's amazing. They're so comfortable. I put them on and I was I was nervous to put them on because I gave them my sizes and then ate a Domino's pizza. Oh. And I was like, these aren't going <laughs> to fit. They fit. So I'm going to wear them soon and post a photo. So I don't want to promote them yet. But it's just it's just great that these people exist. He was like, look, I make I make clothes and I wanted to thank you for the podcast. So he so he sent them in and I'm like, that's, awesome. that's and I and I gave him my the address to send them to. And I'm like thinking, well, someone's either going to murder me at my home mm-hmm. or I'm going to get some cool pants. <laughs> Anyone wants to send me free clothes? It's just, up, a, but yeah. it's like you might. I mean, it's but just, awesome. it's just cool that's that really awesome. we. Uh, it's a life's a barter system, and we're doing that by sharing the podcast. So for those listening, all I'm asking for you, you don't have to send me pants or anything. Just uh, subscribe <laughs> to this podcast, write a review on your iPhone or wherever you listen. E- even if you listen on Stitcher or Laughable or TuneIn, go to the iTunes app, hit the subscribe button. That's where the algorithm really matters. My goal, <laughs> my goal this year is to double my downloads and quit all my side jobs. That's my goal. That'd be awesome. So I'm sharing it out with the world here. Um, it's going to happen. Uh, we're working hard towards it. And we love guests like you. So thank you so much for yeah, sharing your story, for all me. that. Everyone, go send her some love. This is, your, uh, this is your Christmas episode, folks. So Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye, everybody. I'm dying of heat. It's a little toasty over here. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs>